Oh, I'm talking to you. Are you are you feeling funky? I'm always feeling funky. Cool. Cool. Uh well then. Do you have do you have everything you need? I do. Huh? Excellent. Ooh. I don't know that what. Oh, oh, this is not going to go well when I open this. <laughs> I just dropped it. Uh, classic. <laughs> well, with no further ado, welcome to me and Pete. Uh good start. Uh I'm I'm Pete and I'm me. And that's David. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I forgot our thing again. Oh, damn it. Good enough. Good enough. There we go. It's, it probably just got a little bit louder in everybody's ear bones, but that's oh. good. That's good. Hopefully. Uh, Hopefully it's not too loud. I don't think it's too loud. I think no, we're I good. can't tell. I can't tell until you send me the audio. No, no, it's good. It's good. You'll, <laughs> you'll, you'll have to boost it a bit, but you love boosting. <laughs> I love a good boost. Yeah. Yeah. Who doesn't love a good boost? I mean, I've, I, have you ever had anything done to you where your <laughs> diet for the uh, foreseeable thereafter was nothing but boost the uh, dietary oh, supplement yeah. drink? No, I can't say I have. Okay, me neither. Me neither. <laughs> but I think I did have like boost breakfasts for a little bit. Yeah, just for fun? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they, I think they made like a, like a high in vitamin like basically chocolate milk mix yeah. that I would have as like breakfast in high school. Cause you know, I stayed in bed until the last possible second yeah, to, yeah. to get to Been school there. on time. And uh, yeah. yeah, it was, it was something. So it, I was, so, so I was in my the, mind, chocolate milk is a legitimate breakfast. Right. I was the worst in high school because I had a, uh, like a good friend who was kind enough to drive me to school every day. Mm-hmm. But I would always make him late <laughs> because yeah. I would be like, ah, I don't need to get out of bed yet. And then he'd be waiting for me. Uh, I was I was just that kind of guy. But um, you were asking if I ever had anything done to me that, you know, required me to change my diet. And that would be a no, mm-hmm. uh, like for to go on booster. Uh, but I, I did have something done that, coming on. that sort of re- caused me to have to make a change. And that's, I can't, we would normally be cracking open a beer right now, which you're about to. Yeah, I am. Oh, yeah, satisfying. there you did. That was nice. Satisfying. But right now, I cannot. Can, and I'm can check. This is just for you. Is it, it? Oh, Town Square. Nice. Is it mirrored in your screen? No, no, no. It's, <laughs> it's it makes sense to me. Okay. Um, but anyway, I was I was trying to think last time we recorded if I was in the middle of any sort of get the poor if I was in the middle of any sort of tooth issue. But I had. I had a toothache and I had to go on antibiotics. I since have had the tooth worked on and fixed. Um, and I just finished my antibiotics today, but the specific strong antibiotics I was on said no drinking alcohol. So I. Seltzer. Just, just opened a club soda. Ah, oh, nice. Just like plain. I don't have, club I don't soda. have a, I don't have a, like a glass down here with me. Um, so I'm about to do something that just like disturbs oh, me when podcasts I'm ready. do this. I'm ready. Oh, yes. I love a good slurp. <laughs> uh, for for those keeping score at home, I'm drinking Town Square Brewing Cornerstone IPA. Would you would you like to hear about what I'm drinking? No, cuz I mean I will, but I okay. I just <laughs> the look on your face when I said no. Um I I am drinking a classic Canada Dry. And I was reading the French side. So Soda Club. You want to join uh, my club? It's the Soda Club. I do. Uh, club Soda, which is just a, a, a sign that I am old. <laughs> we, the fact that I, I'll drink it straight. Oh, yeah. No, we, we drink a lot, of, a lot of soda water these days on yeah. you know nights where we want to have a drink but feel bad because right. it's like a Tuesday. Right. Or in this case, a Wednesday. Yeah. But it's yeah. not stopping you. Yeah. Uh, so, so this... Uh, our Cornerstone IPA is one you can lean on, bursting with citrus, featuring a medium pale body. Uh, it's kind of like me. Punchy grapefruit, <laughs> orange, and lime flavors emerge from the late addition of Amarillo and Citra hops. Oh, very nice. I think I've, I think I've, uh, nah, I'm probably still like on the skinny side. I don't know if I'm a medium body or not. Yeah, I don't know. One uh, day, but, but, I aspire but to be. Did it say medium pale or did it say medium body? It said medium pale body. I'm definitely a pale body. 
Yeah, I say I don't know that you're medium pale either. I think you're just like very pale. Mm, okay, I guess if we're going, on <laughs> where the, did you on just put that, scale? by the way? Because uh, it appears a... as though you've just put it in your roof. <laughs> uh, I was going to lift my camera. You have a ledge above you. I do. I do. I have some like IKEA floating shelves. Oh yeah, but to go back to your point about club soda and like your when you want to have a drink, um, it is funny because oh yeah, you poured yours in a glass. I was like, why is it way up there? Um, but, uh, sorry. Um, this is totally, I had a friend who he got me onto club soda because he was like, yeah, when I want to have a beer, but can't, um, I'll have club soda with a little bit of lime in it or whatever. He's like, it yeah. kind of gives you a little bit of the bitterness of that you would find in a beer. I mean, obviously it's not nearly as bitter as, you know, like a hoppy beer, but yeah, I'm like, yeah, it works. It became like our go-to when we were like, okay, maybe we shouldn't, you know, drink pop all the time which we we weren't but like even then i'm like oh it just kind of became a like a go-to is like oh i just need something when it's like nine o'clock at night and you're you know four episodes deep into a a netflix marathon and you're like i just need something but you don't want to eat so then just have a have a old can of club sodi put some lime in there and absolutely over till bedtime um i uh i could see you stifling a bit of a burp there yeah uh, was... did you know there are people who can't burp like that's the worst i like, i was thinking they just physically yeah, are incapable of it like that blows my mind i was actually thinking specifically about burps earlier today so nice i'm glad you bring that up i don't remember what got me thinking about burps but specifically the thought i was having was about mark hoppus mm-hmm. uh burping and creating the word waggy i don't know like i'm sure you know that being a, a blink 182 fan that I, the title of the song waggy came from mark hoppus creating the word while burping i'm not sure i did know that i should oh. know that it seems like a thing i should know but yeah it sounds but like anyway it is it, it is a thing and so like the thought was in my mind earlier today and i was like i don't know that like i'm not much of a burper like i can burp but you know there's like people who just like can just like let it go Right. And oh, I was yeah, like, absolutely. yeah, I mean, maybe if I like gulp something down, I might get a decent sized burp, but most of mine are like those kind of like, as you say, like a, a half stifled burp, you know, just like the yeah. sort of deal. Right. Like, I don't know. It's for yeah. whatever reason. And I, I want to say I was also in the shower when I had that thought. So go figure. Nice. Nice. Uh, no, I, I heard somebody on another podcast talking about it and like, it's, it's never been a thing that I even, that even thought occurred of- to me could be a possibility that, uh, you can't burp, but yeah. Yeah. So she just like avoids any form of carbonation. Like it's I, yeah. like, it's like she's allergic to it. Which, I guess it would just hurt. Right. Like you just have this gas buildup. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I mean, and it does, right. It, it, it hurts until you burp and then you're yeah. like, oh, okay, I'm fine. They yeah. don't, they don't get that sweet, sweet relief. Oh, the sweet, the sweetest relief when you're like eating a meal that you don't want to stop eating and you're like, I'm so full. And then you burp and you're yeah. like, nope. Maybe I'm not. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, Good to go. Uh, on, a, on a related note, uh, my kids both have left the table to go to the bathroom and poop and come back <laughs> and said, now I've got room. <laughs> so I've trained them well. <laughs> now, now I'm just making room. Just making, that just reminds me of like, uh, I mean, just like the greasy fat guy. <laughs> who just wants to eat more poutine just making room yeah yeah totally. Uh, sorry to all greasy fat guys out there who love poutine i also love poutine <laughs> it's, it's a thing i like in theory but then i like i don't i don't have it like, see the funny thing is okay so when you say the thing you like in theory and in mean, practice i do like the, eating it the sound of okay but like when you say but but do you mean like the idea of gravy and cheese curds and french fries or are you saying like yeah I like it, but I, you know, you just don't eat it very often. That, yeah, the the, okay, the latter. Yeah, I, the, don't, the, don't if, even. If you, I, if you say two things, the first thing is the former, and the, the second former. thing is the latter, right? Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. I'll go with it. I have no um, idea. <laughs> but uh, yeah, because for me, like the idea of poutine, I'm like that. I don't know if that actually sounds good like i mean fries and i mean i guess it does fries and gravy it's that it doesn't look good i know mm. when i've like shown like friends poutine for the first time that haven't had it or whatever like from different countries and like what is this trust me eat it like yeah if i go to a restaurant and i find out they have poutine 
if I don't get it that time, it is definitely on my list. I'm like, <laughs> I'm getting this sometimes. And sometimes it's great and sometimes it doesn't pay off. It's such a um, gamble because like even yeah. bad poutine is still good, but it's also bad. Like yeah. it's, it's both sort things. of. Yeah. I, I mean, like you're still going to eat it and mostly yeah. enjoy it, but like you're going to pay for it in a way that good poutine doesn't have it's, that same like heavy regret feeling. <laughs> um, it's interesting because I would say that about pizza, like bad pizza is still good pizza. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I've had a pizza or I've like, I mean, outside of like toppings that you just downright dislike, or I like, don't know if I've ever had a pizza where I was like, Oh no, thank you. I don't want to eat this. But poutine, if you go to like Burger King, for instance, that is a bad poutine and it is not worth your time. <laughs> like don't do it. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, yeah. or like wildly burnt pizza. That's, that's the only other like no good. Well, I mean, obviously there's gotta be parameters on it. Yes. Like I guess, um, I guess burnt pizza is no longer successfully executed pizza. So yeah. Like if, 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 if the pizza or the poutine is made the way it's supposed to be made, um, you know, it's the argument, the argument is there, but poutine, I've definitely had some, but at the same point, like Burger King poutine, I've, I got it Went yeah, I'll never do that again. And then I've gotten it again. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. All right, Ross at the counter, you talked me into it again. Yeah. No, I'm a I'm a sucker for that. I, I'm trying to think of what the last thing I did that with was. Also, fun fact, the last time I got food poisoning was uh, KFC poutine, which was heartbreaking because, okay. like, KFC gravy is, yeah. like, it's an institution in, t- in and of itself. Like, it's, right. it's another one of those things that is objectively disgusting, but subjectively right, but delicious yeah but it it betrayed me and i i emptied my body from both <laughs> ends it was wild uh this, amazing. <laughs> i'm gonna go into way too much detail this was like short, <laughs> i don't know within like the first year or two of our marriage uh yeah. not our marriage we're not married no, uh I, I know what you're saying yeah. I, my separate marriage to my to my yeah. non-podcast wife uh yeah. And, and it was, it was like, I had it like, like four in the afternoon and by like, I don't know, nine in the evening, I was, I was like just violently ill to the point where like I pooped myself twice <laughs> in the middle of the night. But the thing is, it wasn't even poop. It was just hot water coming out of my butt. Like it was... It was the weirdest and most frustrating thing because, like, I couldn't control it. <laughs> it was like, by the second time, it was like, oh, come on. Not again. It wasn't even like I was, <laughs> wasn't even like grossed out or anything. I was just like, just disappointed. Disappointed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have to clean that up. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's funny though, because as you're telling that story, I'm like, yeah, I've, I've got stories. <laughs> <laughs> Can't share them all in one episode, though. No, that was, no. I that was a, I had an exchange with somebody on Twitter the other day. Uh, he was talking about how like he had like the worst experiences uh, with hockey. Like he, he just has a bad relationship with hockey from things that happened to him at hockey games. And he's like, right. The two things he listed was like, he got hit in the head with a puck and got a concussion and he had uh, explosive diarrhea at a game. And I was like, I, I wrote him back. I'm like, okay, concussions are obviously really bad, but, which of the two things was actually worse? <laughs> it was like, oh, the diarrhea. Yeah. Oh man. I hope. I hope. So I'm assuming he was like he was watching games. Yeah. Yeah. Like he was. Yeah. He lived in Oshawa and was going to general, right. generals games. Generals games. So I'm I'm hoping that it was it was this was the situation. He went to the generals game, got hit in the head with the puck, and got the concussion. And to like you know try to make it up to him a little bit the the generals were like here's free tickets to an upcoming game when you're feeling up to it cashes those tickets in explosive diarrhea <laughs> oh, that'd be amazing i yeah. i don't know the time he, he didn't go into much detail on the concussion because i don't think it was as right. funny but the the diarrhea was he was like 10 and yeah. had been complaining to his parents earlier that day that he was like feeling sick and yeah. and they knew he didn't love going to hockey games, so, right? Yeah. So, uh, so they're like, whatever. He's just trying to get out of get out of going on, yeah. on a family outing here. And uh, nope he <laughs> he <laughs> he did not make it to the bathroom, which was like <laughs> the worst part of it. Oh, that's funny, 
man. That's amazing. I can't imagine. That's my nightmare. <laughs> I do not want to <laughs> explosive be... diarrhea, but like uh. in public, it's fine. I can deal with it if I'm at home. Like if I right. have my my home stadium, like yeah. yeah, my yeah. toilet, my squatty potty, I'm good. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, now I have to tell the story now. Because you, you brought that into it. So here's the story. Are you ready? Buckle up, my friend. Okay. Um, I'm twirling up my mustache this is, in preparation. Yeah. Yeah. This is the story. I think if I were to title this story, if it were a book or a short story, it would be titled The Quivering Asshole. Oh, no. Uh, so it goes like this. Um, so anyway, we had gone to, do you know Waterton National Park? Uh, I'm familiar so with the name and the Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So area. Yeah. It's it's a national park in Southern Alberta in the Rockies. It borders Montana. In fact, I forget what the, I forget what the park is in Montana, but anyway, um, we went to Waterton. This is when we were living in Lethbridge. So it was like, I think it's like maybe a, an hour drive, maybe an hour and a half or so, something like that. And, um, before we left to come home, we were like, Oh, we should have ice cream. Cause it was just like the thing you go to Mm -hmm. Waterton and you get ice cream, right? Like naturally you walk around. Yeah. It's beautiful place big cone big ice cream cone anyway so we eat this ice cream and like all right it's time to go so we head back to the car and when you're leaving waterton it's about like a um let's say a seven minute drive maybe this is so many years ago i don't remember specifics but let's say it's about five to seven minute drive from the town site to like the national park gate okay and uh so as we get to the gate i'm like Oh, like I can feel like my stomach turning a little bit, right? And I'm like, Ooh boy. All right, yeah. I'm like, I mean, we can't. I don't. I don't know that we should turn around. It's like it, it was nothing crazy at that point. So like, well, let's just keep driving. And so when you're driving from Waterton to Lethbridge or vice versa, there's only really one stop along the way, and it's about halfway. And so as we're approaching, that's the town of Cardston, where uh, the Mormons first settled in Canada when they came up here. Um, <laughs> But anyway, so it's like coming in waves, right? Like as it does. Yeah. And as we get to Cardston, the wave has passed. I'm feeling pretty good. I'm like, let's just keep trucking. Let's Ooh. keep going, right? Yeah, it was a terrible mistake. Because I, yeah, as, we, as we continue on our way. Story. Yeah, we, uh, it's like, you know, coming in waves again. But like a, like a, like a lady giving birth the contractions are getting closer, <laughs> right? And I'm like, and more and more intense to the point where I'm like, You've heard the term white knuckle driving, like when, you know, the roads are icy or whatever, storming it. You're just like gripping the wheel. I'm just like gripping the wheel and just clenching my whole body um, (laughs) because of the quivering asshole. Like it's literally Mm -hmm, just like, mm -hmm. I just want to let it go. Right. I'm like, no, you don't. And so I'm like hanging on, gripping tight to the steering wheel. We're about 20 minutes away from home or so. And my wife looks over at me and we, so it's, I should have mentioned it's myself, my wife. And then we had a friend in the back seat. And uh, my wife looks over. She's like, are you okay? And I'm like, nope. And she's like, we've got napkins in the glove box is what she says. So I just immediately like pull over, hammer on the brakes, side of the road. I like go down, like grab this handful of napkins. I like head down into the ditch and I'm like looking around. I'm like, okay, well, where do I go? I'm on the side of like a, you know, like a, a four lane highway. And I'm just like, where, where can I do this? I'm like, well, it doesn't matter. I got to do it right here. Right. And so I just like, first thought that comes into my mind pull my like whip my pants down i'm like i had a friend tell me that one time when he had to like he had to shit so bad and he was outside and he had a pissing in his pants i'm like that's not happening right so i was like <laughs> naked from the waist down in the ditch and i'm just like all right here we go just let it go right and it's like all you know just, i'm sure it was all over the place just oh. coming over back in. and then i notice that i'm standing like um kind of like on a bit of a like a downhill so I, i'm like standing and i'm I'm peeing and everything like everything's happening. And I'm like, it's kind of coming back towards my feet. So then I'm like <laughs> straddling this ditch to like get my feet apart, finish up, you know, get all cleaned up, oh put my, my pants goodness. back on. And just as I like get my pants buckled, like, uh, like done up or whatever, a vehicle pulls over on the side of the road up behind our vehicle to see if we're all right. And like my, my wife and my friend are just like losing it in the vehicle. And I'm just like coming up. You know, like nothing to see here sort of thing but uh yeah uh, that that story oh. as soon as you said like you know being out in public and you know if it's at home whatever i'm like yeah but what happens if you're not just out in public but you're not even in a washroom yeah <laughs> yeah can that's... you imagine i like what would they have thought had they pulled up a good 20 seconds earlier 
You know what I mean? And it's like this guy's in the ditch, just like <laughs> giving her. <laughs> like, I mean, every everybody understands. Like, I don't think anybody's going to fault you for this. <laughs> but I just imagine it's the not. Sight. It's not going to be like the the calmest reaction. <laughs> I think you just you just casually waved to them. Nothing to see here. Just normal <laughs> yeah. everyday explosive diarrhea. <laughs> And then I'm just like picturing the like, you know, the roadside cleanup crew that's like wandering through <laughs> my shoe. Damn it again. <laughs> oh, if they're not wearing rubber boots, that's on them. Right. Yeah. Oh, not on my new tennis shoes. <laughs> oh man. Well, before we've even gotten into the song, we've discussed yeah. diarrhea and being sick, which is a great segue to the song we're gonna talk about today. Which is all about diarrhea and uh and tummy troubles uh, a little song called <laughs> bishop's knife trick by the band fallout boy look at that i seamlessly edited it in and now i'm yeah. talking over it to make it less seamless <laughs> uh yeah oh so pretty i'm just gonna pause it there uh yeah so this is our first trip into uh into mania the most yeah. recent Fallout Boy album. Yeah. Um, do you have any any preliminary thoughts on this? So, I do and I don't. <laughs> um, it's funny because I actually sat down this afternoon and I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna like take a few notes on this song." Uh, I listened to it on repeat a few times while I was quickly tidying up the kitchen before just like sitting down because I'm not working these days, right? So I'm just like yeah. hanging around, hanging out around the house, and. I uh, sat down and my wife's like, Hey, did you ever check that thing out? Cause I'm on parental leave. So like EI, she's like, do you ever check out what the status of your EI is? And then just got totally distracted. So I have zero <laughs> notes on this song, except I do have a few things. Um, so from what I understand, this is the closing track on the album, right? Yeah. 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 Kind of a weird one for us to start with off it of this album, fair. but yeah, yeah it, it is the it closer and is- in, indeed. And it's interesting to me because it doesn't sound like a closer to me. In fact, it almost sounds more just the way it starts quiet and then just like kind of like kicks off. Um, it, it it sounds a little more like it could be potentially like a, not a great opener, but more of an opener than a closer for me. Like, mm. But I don't know. I, I didn't actually mind the song. The more I listened to it, the more it kind of grew on me. I think when I first heard it, I was sort of like, eh, whatever. It's a song. Yeah. Um, the video's pretty hilarious Uh, (laughs) which is the the only thought i kept coming back to was like videos that used like music videos that use like puppets sort of thing right Mm -hmm. like or i mean i'm sure that's just people in costumes more than it is puppets but um there there have been some classics over the years but i mean the song itself yeah i was like it's it's not a it's not a bad song i i guess there was some conspiracy of people thinking that maybe it was like their breakup song i don't know if you read that I didn't see any of that. Or if, or if you're one of the conspiracy theorists, uh, I I love a good conspiracy, but he loves uh, a good conspiracy. But no, that's that's not not me. That's not. Yeah, me, I'm going to see if I can. I'm going to see if I can find that. Was it on? Uh, do do do. Anyway, you can share your thoughts while I quickly look this um, up. No, the ones I saw was like, uh, it's it's a real dark song. That's mostly, uh, uh, like. Uh, trigger warning I guess is what the kids say it's like really steeped in suicidal imagery especially which is especially from like interesting from like Pete Wentz's perspective okay okay uh, just before we get too far down that and away from the video uh, in thanks for the memories that video the band is on stage in very similar lighting and stuff and uh, and they're about to start recording the video and then a chimpanzee director jumps right. off the chair and like starts yelling at them and stuff. So it's yeah. kind of like a throwback to that, except now, now, uh, Patrick's the asshole director <laughs> and he's directing some crazy ass llamas, some llamas. Um, it is int- like, I guess I could look closer at these lyrics to kind of decipher what it's about, but there is like a line in here that they used from, um, like some friends wedding vows, which is in the second verse where it says, and I'm yours till the earth starts to crumble and the heavens roll, uh, which I guess came from some friends wedding vows, which like hmm. Pete Wentz paraphrased them. And it was actually their wedding vows were a paraphrase of 
uh, a Bible, a passage from the Bible, actually, which oh. is, yeah, which is wow. kind of interesting. Follow up um, as a Christian band. Cool. Yeah, exactly. But why, why don't we, uh, I guess, oh, also, have you ever seen the movie uh, Alien? Aliens, yes. Or I was going to get to that. Yeah, that's because I figured it had to have something to do with something. Like Bishop's knife trick. I've never heard of a bishop doing a knife trick, uh, <laughs> like in the uh, Catholicism right. world. <laughs> so yeah, like I've, I found that clip too. The Bishop character, uh, for, for those who haven't seen Aliens, if you've ever seen somebody stick their hand flat on a table and yeah. like progressively stab a knife between each of their fingers, I'm yeah, yeah. doing it to the camera to only David's. Although David just, I'm looking at my, I'm seeing what David is seeing as I'm pretending to do the knife trick. <laughs> and it's not looking like a knife trick. It's It's looking like a different kind of trick. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's just, if you've ever seen somebody st- like stab the table and not their fingers really fast, that's what Bishop does in, uh, yeah. in aliens. So I which guess is that's what where the I, title comes yeah, from. Which is what I assumed it was. Um, did, I've had, never, did you get that reference? Seen the movies. Oh, okay. I was going to say, did you get that reference right away because you saw the movie or no, I read it on on genius i always okay. assume they've got a title or something in their song that's referencing some movie but yeah um okay but yeah so then are you familiar with uh i saw it referred to as the best buy incident the best buy incident i don't know go on okay so this is uh this is where the like suicide imagery gets real okay uh pete wentz attempted suicide in a best buy parking lot in his car uh okay oh I'm no i am yeah we talked about this in a, in another episode i believe oh okay yeah um yeah he tried to overdose on ativan which are small blue pills right uh and uh and yeah then he uh okay no we didn't do we didn't do hum hallelujah yet they also referenced blues no. in that one yeah. too um but yeah then he uh kind of like got a hold of himself realized what he did and like called his mom i think and she okay. either she i don't know if, she, if he was in the same city as her or what but like she basically came or somebody came and like rushed him to the hospital and stuff so right um yeah so like when he talks about these are the last blues we're ever gonna get yeah or we're ever gonna have like uh, okay interesting it's, yeah it's like a, kind of a kind of a double entendre too where it's like right it's the last time he's going to feel blue and these blue pills he's going to take are the last he's right. ever going to take because he's going to take enough of them that he's not ever going to be able to take them again. Right. So it's like, that's, it's, it's like really, um, what do you call it? Raw, intimate, like a real deep insight into, I don't know, how Pete thought about that. Yeah. That's pretty interesting. Yeah. I'm just like looking, there was a, a comment on Genius that someone said, um, some say this is their breakup song. I think that's thinking too far, actually. But how should we know? Unless the song is about the hiatus, and blah, blah blah. But saying I don't think this is the last, the last, the last of them yet, or whatever. But um, that's that's interesting. I, I I never really like looked through the lyrics, but that little like kind of reference about the um, these are the last blues we're ever gonna have. I'm like, okay, like I because I totally took that as like, oh, things are gonna look up from here, right? But. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I see that this could be this lyric may be a reference to Pete Wentz's 2005 suicide attempt in his car at a Best Buy parking lot. Mm-hmm. And like, like I said, it's a double entendre. It could even be like a triple entendre. Maybe, maybe he is also partly like digging into that. Like now he's dealt with that stuff, and in, right in theory, these, he's never going to feel yeah that like, way again. Yeah, so maybe we'll find a fourth entendre in there too. <laughs> Just entendres left, right, and center. Yeah, I wonder what like the I I the line the glow of the city lights below lead us back always stuck out. But last blues could be referenced to the Best Buy incident. What? Where does it say last blues? Why is it talking about that again? What? I don't. Oh, it was his manager that he called up. Oh, okay. Yeah, it says here I called up my manager because I was he... at that point completely out of my head with Adavan. Yeah, and he called his mom. The, oh, the, the manager oh, yeah. called Pete's mom. Right, right, right. Yeah. I wanna there's a light on anyway. 
sorry there's a lot there's actually a lot to this song yeah like <laughs> there uh I, was, I wasn't sure how much research you were gonna do there's a there's a whole like deep dive into into the uh suicide aspect of it yeah oh man where was it i don't know if i'll find it again but uh yeah i saw on reddit somebody who's like bishop's knife trick does not mean what you think it means and <laughs> he uh he pointed out some of the like um like uplifting lyrics and people who are like yeah it's about it's about moving on and like looking ahead and this guy's like eh, i don't think so i think <laughs> it's about the opposite actually um but yeah this guy wrote a really long uh like breakdown of of all the pete wentz specific suicidal images yeah. so so i was wondering about the glow of the city lights below line and it says here as the narrator thinks about his hometown chicago the glow of the cities brings his attention to what he has done prompting him to reflect on his own life um which is kind of interesting so kind of like realizing that he's probably made a mistake here <laughs> like maybe even like insinuating an out-of-body experience where he's like floating up above Maybe, yeah. It's, yeah, I guess. Because like, it's funny, like, in listening to this song, I never thought it was, like, a straightforward what's this song about sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And I always, because there were specific lines that kind of jumped out to me where I was like, okay, like, it could, I think my immediate, my immediate reaction to songs is always, oh, it's got to be about a relationship. Like, that's the first thing, unless it's, like, obviously a band that's, like, let's say Rage Against the Machine. Well, oh, it's it's going to be something political or, you know what I mean? But, like, most bands that would fall under this genre, my, immediately, my immediate sort of um, thought is, like, okay, this is going to be about a relationship, good, bad, and ugly. And then when I, like, there were lines in this song where I was like, I don't know like i'm it was he say i'm just a i'm a full tank away from freedom or whatever mm -hmm. and i was like what does like that sounds like i mean i'm just a full tank away from freedom like that kind of thing made me think like oh well maybe he's just saying like he just needs to get up the nerve basically to go type thing mm -hmm. and i mean maybe I'm, I'm not sure specifically what that's referring to in this song um it just says seems to reference running away from something which i mean makes sense in when you kind of tie it all in together um where he's just like just gotta just gotta gotta get away sort of thing right mm -hmm. um from everything that's going on the spitfire line i don't know necessarily but um but yeah and then like the and then the the line about the city lights i was like or oh, is it like something about just is it a song about maybe like missing home wanting to go back home yeah like you know just, they're out on the road just seeing and the so, city lights from up above the plane touring right Right. And so I was kind of like, okay, reading that, like that line or the person's comment. And I guess other people having that same thought about it, maybe being their breakup song. I'm like, okay, I mean, I guess I could kind of see that, like just going, you know, we've been away for so long, always touring. Like, I just want to, you know, kind of go back home and, you know, relax a little bit, live a bit of a normal life. But mm -hmm. when you tie all of the references, the apparent references into, um, you know, like the suicide attempt sort of thing. I'm like, oh, this takes on like such a different. And like you said, that guy saying, I don't think it means what you think it means. It yeah. definitely takes on such a different um, angle in this song. Yeah, totally. Um, the Spitfire thing is. Uh, th did you did you read that annotation at all? Mm, it's a Spitfire no. is a British single seat fighter aircraft used uh, in World War Two by the right. Royal Air Force. Yeah. So this is interesting. Like, I mean, I'm a full tank of free, full tank away from freedom and then followed by Spitfire. Uh, yeah. Somebody thinks it could be a reference to the movie Dunkirk, which came out uh, recently relative to the, the release of the, the album. Right. So like there was a part where a pilot in a Spitfire runs out of gas and is captured. And if he had more gas, he would have made it home or to freedom. Right. Um, yeah. Or like, I don't know. This is his his own warfare. I, yeah, I don't know. I also saw somebody talk about how maybe a full tank. He meant like a full pill bottle. Interesting too. Yeah, yeah. Like I've never heard of a pill bottle referred to as a tank, but I mean, 
It, no, it, I it, mean it, it, work, it works to to stretch the metaphor for what they're talking about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, all that to say, I thought I I thought I didn't like Mania. I thought yeah. I remembered it being like not great, but I really like this song. And yeah. as we'll find out eventually. Uh, this album's not bad at all with like maybe one or two uh, exceptions. But yeah, like this song, I found myself listening to it a lot when we, uh, when we, we were going to do this one a while ago actually, but then we didn't. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. It's it's really good. It's, It's got a lot of, I don't know, a lot of depth, a lot of variety and things they do. Like, it's really airy at the beginning. It kind of yeah. has some hard hitting guitar in there too. And like, I don't know. I, I just really enjoyed it. My initial thought on the song, like that, the opening kind of like piano line, I was never really, it reminds me of, I don't know. I can't quite put my finger on it, but I guess maybe an era of music, but like the, the piano that bum, 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 like that sort of like mm-hmm. step up type thing just kind of reminded me a little bit of the 70s mm. and i was like initially i was like i don't really like the piano and as the song goes though um it definitely and i think this is one thing i'll appreciate about uh you know fallout boy in their in their older years mm-hmm. um just in the whole like the their sonics like the the sonics of their albums just kind of expands right like yeah it's no longer just about like the the bass the guitar the drums and the singing you get kind of more stuff going on and just production wise it goes mm-hmm. up a whole nother level so i mean yeah i think like again when i saw it was like the last song on the album it it made me want to listen to the album which might be the first I've said that about any of these songs so far, where I was like, it's t- not, not, not because of, you know, other songs I've disliked, but just kind of going, okay, there is a certain mood on this song that again, like without having looked at the lyrics and actually like looked into the stories feeling like, okay, I don't feel this, like this song is just about something so simple mm-hmm. and on the nose. And I mean, I think that's presented in the music as well. So it is funny that they pair it with like this video that's it, it, really kind of goofy. lighthearted, right? Yeah. <laughs> and goofy. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. And, like, I, I think, and you should like at some point just when you have, I don't know, I, I forget how long the album is. It's not super long, but like listen to the whole thing in order. Like don't skip anything. Yeah. Just go through it all. And as a closer, it fits really well with the flow of the album. Um, this is, this is kind of my kind of closer on an album. I like a little, I don't know, deeper, I don't know, softer exit like that. It's it's not soft, but it's like, uh, instead of like a crescendo, this is kind of like, um, I don't know. What's the word I'm looking for? What are end, end words? Not epilogue. Uh, I don't know. It's it's a good postscript. <laughs> yeah, kind of. I think I think that's not bad. Um, P.S. Yeah, it's, it's my initials. Uh, hey. So yeah, I I've listened to this song a lot. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I, it's it is funny because I'm slightly hesitant because the whole idea with this podcast was like to not listen to these songs until we were going to talk about these songs. Mm-hmm. But every now and then I'm like, I kind of, I mean, obviously there are some fallout boy songs. I've just happened to, I've heard over time. Right. It's, um, it's possible you've heard dance dance. It's possible. And maybe even thanks for the memory or thanks for the memories. Thanks, thanks <laughs> for the memories. Um, but yeah, I, I, can confidently say i haven't listened to an entire fallout boy album start to finish and so this one because again the intrigue of this track being a closer i'm kind of like maybe i'll have to give it a listen sometime so who knows maybe i'll break my own rule (laughs) and uh and and give it a listen sometime and then every time it turns out i'll love it and then every time we do a mania episode i'm just like yes oh this song this song this song um also re-listening to this album uh, I won't, won't spoil it too much, but uh, 
one of the songs that like I'm pretty sure it was one of the reasons I didn't like this album at first because like the start I don't like but then like give it 30 seconds and all of a sudden it turned into my favorite song on the on the whole album I was like oh my goodness yeah. wow good patience yeah. paid off so like it has a good flow to it like it's yeah it's a really strong album with not a lot of like like none of the songs are are like like there's no sugar we're going down there's no like right. um light them up whatever that song yeah. was called yeah uh <laughs> My songs know what you did in the dark. I was like, I know there's a wordier uh, title (laughs) somewhere. Um, But like, yeah, it it has one of the best flows of any of their albums where it's like each each song works into the next one pretty well. And like, uh, yeah, it was was good. Either I'll take your word for it or I'll get into it. We'll see. (laughs) We'll see what time time does. You'll get into it one day. One day. Um, I didn't have a lot of super interesting stuff to show you from this one. Where are my playlists? There's my playlists. Um, the covers are all either really bad <laughs> or like really generic or just nightcore. And and I don't think there were any live versions of the song. Were no, there? I feel like I, I looked. I couldn't find a live version anywhere. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, okay. Right. I forgot about this one. Are you, uh, are you a 21 Pilots fan? You're a big 21 Pilots fan, aren't you? Huge 21 Pilots. I don't mind them. Like, I I really actually, not long ago, I was listening to Trench. Full disclosure, I actually love 21 Pilots. Yeah, no, I know you do. <laughs> and I, I really like Trench, and that's why I was listening to it again. Wait, recently. is Trench the new one? Yeah, their latest one, yeah. Oh. It sounds just like Fall Out Boy for me. This yeah. is off of trench. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. That works out well. I couldn't remember if this was good or not. It seems like it's okay. It's like it's kind of weird because like they work together. But yeah. There's not terrific cohesion. Yeah, this this was one of the more interesting things that I found on YouTube. Yeah. I love that song on Jumpsuit. Like <laughs> it's it's probably it's probably one of my favorite albums. Maybe this I don't know what this will say about your taste in music and how much you love things, but it is one of my favorite albums to listen to with my kids. Ah, okay. There's something to be said about that. An album that you don't hate putting on with your kids. Yeah. Sure. Sure beats. Uh, although I was, I was about to put out an example, but that's a bad example. Uh, are you familiar with Cuckoo Kangaroo? No. <laughs> Don't. But they're awesome. <laughs> <laughs> did you uh, Did you go to Carrie and Leah's wedding? No. Okay. Skip it ahead. Because they, they like going back to Twenty One Pilots. Like Trench reminds me of driving out to to their wedding because oh, I listened okay. to that so much. Man, I'm going to have to go back to this album. It's good. Oh. <laughs> he says the word bishop. Bishops. Yeah. Gotcha. There's the connection. Yeah, the whole story behind, like, the, like, Tornado Pilots Trench is what really sold the album on me. Oh, okay. And how much they put into that. Dang. Like, that's impressive. Yeah. Have you seen them live? No, no, no. Um, I I forget they were they were at Sonic Boom or whatever they're calling it. Sonic Field Day? Field Day. I, I yeah. forget. I think it, they might have been at the last Sonic Boom. Right. Or the first Sonic anyways, whatever. Um local radio station uh music festival that will never happen again cuz <laughs> yeah, live, yeah. live music is gone. <laughs> uh, uh. But anyways, hey, I still have tickets to concerts. My uh, Rage Against the Machine uh, tickets that that concert finally got rescheduled for next June. <laughs> <laughs> that, <laughs> like over actually, a year away. That's probably for the best. Like oh, I, that, 100%, that gives you, that 100%. Gives you the best have, chance at it. Because like, like even Jimmy Jimmy, Jimmy World, World in November is yeah doubtful still. 
yeah i'm like and it's gonna the concerts are gonna look so weird yeah right because like everyone like when they start happening again i'm just gonna assume like everyone's gonna be wearing masks how many bands did we talk about this i feel like we talked about this are, how are, many bands are gonna start selling masks oh yeah i've seen it already like yeah there, there are plenty of them yeah um oh but like it's it's worth uh it's worth a youtube rabbit hole to watch some 21 pilots live performances they're right. nuts and like yeah awesome um because it's just two of them so like yeah the one guy's a drummer and he's a nutso drummer yeah. uh like it doesn't oh excuse me i feel like <laughs> <laughs> no stifling that burp it was it was quiet but it had to come out you didn't say waggy <laughs> I, it's true i didn't say waggy uh but like the the drummer like crowd surfs while drumming he has like that's impressive a crowd surfing drumming platform yeah, <laughs> that's just it's, it's pretty <laughs> he awesome. saw he saw Fred Durst at Woodstock '99 crowd surfing on the piece of plywood and was like, "I got this." <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That's that's probably where he got the inspiration. I think Fred Durst. Hundred percent. That's where we all got our inspiration from. It's true. It's true. We all do it for the nookie. Uh, which <laughs> what? come it, on, I think it was years before I learned what that meant. Right. I was in like <laughs> junior high when that album came out. I'm still trying to figure out what the line so you can take that cookie is supposed to refer to. I feel like it's pretty obvious it refers to an actual cookie. <laughs> yeah. But what kind of cookie? I, I just picture like a dad's old fashioned chocolate chip. All right. That's, is that when you think cookie, that's what you immediately go to? I mean, I don't actually really like them, but that is yeah. the most generic basic cookie I can think of is dad's old fashioned chocolate chip. Wow. Um, is yeah, that, are, like you, that. are you previewing? Is that like a new segment coming up? Yeah, it's it's the it's it's the official transition sound. I just realized that I have a xylophone sitting in front of me, and I'm holding something that could work as a xylophone mallet. So it's uh, like, all right, that's good. Now, like that. what notes were those? Uh, hang on. Do you want to hear them again? Yes. Oops, I played the same one twice. I think you changed them. No, they're the same. I think the last one was an E. Okay. Is it, <laughs> was it just C, D, E? Uh, no. Was it anywhere close? Did I get any of them uh, right? Sort of. It was A, B, D. So no, I didn't get any of them right. You were like in the right. I mean, there's only eight notes in that. I used, like, well, I used the there were right no sharps or flats or anything in there. So I mean, you only had eight notes to choose from. I definitely used the right alphabet. Actually, you only had seven notes to choose from because one was clearly not an octave. Nope, this isn't the one. Hang on, there's only one of these silly accor accordion. No, ukulele Accord covers. <laughs> She's the only one who like played it with like any. Uh, uh, oh man. For somebody who's trying to talk and say words, I'm forgetting lots of words. Yeah, you're doing great. Uh, she she's the only one who did justice to like the structure of the song with the way right. she played it. Uh, yeah. Also, it looks like she's having an open mic night in her room, and there's a <laughs> sweet poster behind her. I think I just accidentally tried to accept your uh, video call <laughs> on my phone. It got awkward. Uh, I put Google Hangouts. Oh, there it is. I'm pretty sure she said I spit fire. Oh. Which, that's, uh, there's only one person who spits hot fire, and that's Dylan. The five greatest rappers in the world. Dylan, 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 Dylan. And dialing. Can't uh, say I know who you're even talking about. That's, that's some Chappelle show. Oh, okay. They did. Uh, who, what's on the poster behind her? I'm pretty oh, sure it's, it's Peter Quill, it's Star Lord, and, yeah, and Groot, and yeah. Uh, and Groot, Baby Groot, Teenage Baby Groot. Groot. That's Baby Groot. Teenage Groot's taller than that, right? Right. I can't remember. Is it Toddler Groot? Because he's not in a pot. <laughs> good point baby Groot was in a pot yeah I want to know what kind of she I'm going to guess has a 
a strat it looks behind very, her? It looks very straty. Yeah. Although I don't know that it's actually Fender. Can't see on no, my phone. No. No, I, I can't tell for sure. Uh. Anyways, yeah, I won't. I won't bore you with those too much. <laughs> there was not a lot. To... Amelia Haydell. She's got ten comments. What do the commenters have to say? I think they were nice. Uh, I did find, uh, by coincidence, one cover that was posted the day before my birthday, and one cover that was posted the day after my birthday. And this one oh. was significantly better. The other one was bad. Bad. All right, let's hear. What? I said, all right, let's hear it. I, I didn't save that one. I just remember seeing the date. And I was like, it's not, it's <laughs> well, not worth Thanks for adding. telling me all that information. It's not worth adding. My, well, I will tell my birthday anytime I can. Oh, yeah. Please send gifts too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I accept gifts from anybody. I will be giving up my mailing address right now. <laughs> What's this one? I don't remember this. Oh my goodness, she has an intro video. Oh, I was like, what? This doesn't sound like the song at this all. Is, this is totally the song. Andromeda. I'm trying really hard to copy and paste. My fingers are bad at working. Good job. Thank you. <laughs> Oh, she's wearing a Panic at the Disco shirt. I was like, she doesn't look like anybody. Oh, it's because I'm now watching the intro on my phone. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Anyways, yeah, these are all I could find. There is no no mind-blowing crossover with a country music artist this time. <laughs> I like that they're both ukulele covers. It was ukulele covers or like bad acoustic covers. Right. Or like piano tutorials. Oh, well, that, that's a thing. Actually, wait. There was one actual piano. I, I'm, just, I'm clicking like a maniac now. Uh, this was the only other piano cover. But, like, none of them add any intrigue to the song. Right. Because this could have just been a piano song for how it was written. Right. I th- that is the thing I was disappointed about. I was hoping to find, like, one or two just, like, stripped versions of Patrick playing this song. Right. But not to be. Not to be. Not yet. They'll, they'll come, I'm sure. Maybe. I'm just a fool, take away from freedom. I spit Can't get this to go full screen, it's driving me crazy. Tough go. It's a lot of girls in their bedroom. <laughs> yeah. This, uh, there was one that was like two dudes with acoustic guitars in a gym, like a, <laughs> like a workout gym. Yeah. Oh, funny. No idea. I mean, why not, right? Context for that. Like, both still in mid workout because. <laughs> They're in like shorts and t-shirts, <laughs> and like just yeah, she hit that. She's singing it. She sang it. Um, this was actually that reminds me of something. I I had a thought listening to this song because I know I complained on other songs about Patrick Stump's just like his over singing. I actually felt like on this song he was really well controlled. Like all of his parts where he did his runs or whatever, like fit. Yeah, and they didn't feel over the top. And maybe that's just him maturing as a songwriter slash vocalist. I think that makes sense. Um, oh, that confused me. I forgot I put this one back on. I was like, that's not the song. Uh, I was like, this is, this is just a good backdrop song. Uh, I was gonna say, uh, yeah, like this kind of reminds me in a way of like how. Like Blink One Eighty Two was going, where like right. you know they had a very distinct sound. Like Enema of the State and Dude Ranch were like 
very similar. Like, Enema of the State was just a much more polished dude ranch. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then uh, Take Off Your Pants and Jacket was like a more evolved Enema of the State where they started to like try some stuff, but it was still like, still, you, you could have skipped Enema of the State and you could have seen the transition from Dude Ranch to to take off your pants and jacket. And then all of a sudden they're like, with Untitled, just yeah. really starting to try stuff where, you know, Tom suddenly thinks he's you too. But also, like, <laughs> it was like, it was a really logical evolution for them too, where it was still Blink, but like, yeah. it was mature Blink. And it was really, really good to see. That's, that's how I feel about this album. Or in this song specifically, where it's like, you still hear the follow boy elements in it. But right. It's, like, it's clear this isn't the same band that, uh, like, they're not stuck in Take This to Your Grave or even From Under the Cork Tree. Like, right. They've all kind of, I don't know, transitioned a bit musically. So, yeah, yeah it's, it's good. It's, it's nice to see, like, bands not stuck in like oh we have to sound like this right yeah no that's fair um i don't even know how to follow that <laughs> it's like, I, not not having having not heard the full album it's like, i can't that's fair can't just, say uh, much more to it. i this i mean i can get that from this song like i said earlier and just like you can feel there's something different about this song and uh as i mentioned earlier as well just looking at their lyrics is enough to make me, you know, kind of keep me invested into going further into, you know, the Fallout Boy rabbit hole. Yeah. Oh, man. Like, it's kind of a shame 21 Pilots got so big so fast because mm-hmm. it kind of made people not take them so seriously. Right. Like, oh, there's just like some crappy pop band yeah but like they're really good well and it's funny because like when they were first maybe i mean maybe that sonic boom show you're talking about would have been their first but um when they were first supposed to come here and play like their own show a headlining show it was supposed to be at union hall which holds i think 800 people maybe yeah yeah and it sold out so fast they ended up like changing venues right which is crazy and then last time they came they were at rogers which is of course like, you know, holds like 19, 20, I don't know if it's 20, but like 19,000 people. It's got to be, yeah, it's got to be pushing 20 with like floor seating and stuff. Yeah, but I don't know if they typically close off behind the stage for oh, shows I guess, there. yeah. So it's tough to say. But yeah, much bigger, right? Like mm-hmm. how quickly they like just took off for sure. But yeah, man. Yeah. So uh, I feel like. It's safe to say this one's this one's going in the plus category, hey? Yeah, I think most of them so far have. Like there's this one this one I mean, yeah, it's in the plus category and it's might actually be, as I mentioned be the most intriguing song that I've heard yet from Fallout Boy. Mhm. Because like some of the other ones where I'm like that might be you know on the back half of their catalog um have been more I'm like, eh, it just sounds like they're trying to get on the radio or, you know, mm, whatever, where mm-hmm. this doesn't sound like that at all. And, uh, but at the same point, it's, you know, definitely, um, very different from their early stuff. But like you said, still clearly fallout boy. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, oh, I had a thought and now I don't know what that thought was. That happens. I don't, I don't, I don't think very well these days. It was probably about super mega baseball though. Oh, actually, I, I, Drifted to that really quick. Oh man, so excited! <laughs> May thirteenth, Super Mega Baseball three. Oh, it's great. Uh, oh, no, I, I had a thought earlier. I was going to ask you about, like, oh, somehow Imagine Dragons came into my head right, when I was yeah. thinking about Fallout Boy and how, like, oh man, there's something about like a band's rise to success being too quick. I don't know. I don't think Fall Out Boy had that because they were never like, they were never on that level, right? I wish I could remember the uh, thought process that got me there. All that to say, Imagine Dragons is awesome too. <laughs> uh, there, I there are some songs I definitely like. 
but on the whole, I've never been able to, I mean, this song, this fallout boy song, I'm like, I could sonically see it being on an imagine dragons album too. Like just the whole overall feel of it. But, um, yeah, maybe that was imagine dragons are fine. (laughs) Exactly. Imagine dragons are fine. Which is what I've said about a lot of follow boys. That's <laughs> ah, fine. It's fine. <laughs> oh, it's true. It's true. All right. Well, I'm gonna grab a knife and like. Oh, is is that is that a, is a screwdriver? No, it's a. Uh, what's it called? A like a pumpkin carving. Oh, it's nice. what I was playing the xylophone with earlier. Oh. it's just someone must have gotten into like, like a seasonal sort of bin. I'm in a like a storage room right now, oh. basically. <laughs> Nice. And I think someone got into it like a seasonal bin and like our pumpkin carving stuff and pulled it out. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> I was going to set up my synth and plug it in, but I, I didn't. And oh. we're all better off for that because I would make a lot of annoying sounds with that thing. Oh, man, it'd be great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. Until next time, David. Go follow us on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Let's do that stuff. Follow us on Twitter. At <laughs> uh, Pistol Pete Star is, yep. is what I'm called. Yeah, uh, at, at David growing up is what I'm called. Uh, and at me and Pete pod is what we are called. Yeah. Uh, Cause we are one. We are one except when we're apart, then we are none, none. 